0: hey hey what is popping friends that's my new intro phrase what's popping <laughs> i love it <laughs> i love it i feel like we could be like one of those
1: youtubers it's like
0: hey what's up you guys how are you doing welcome back to the bus you
1: you know what i mean dude there is this girl on tiktok that like works for a food like um it's a food company that that does like uh like food festivals they put it together she's out in like new jersey she's on tiktok oh, cool She talks so fast (laughs) without breathing, but like, it's oddly her voice is like satisfying. It's the weirdest thing. I'll show you after this. It's crazy, but you know, when you have those 60 second videos, you gotta get everything. Have to, no time for breathing.
0: They have three minute videos now. Have you seen those before?
1: I don't know. I wouldn't like that. I I specifically go on TikTok to see like the 15 second and then like scroll through. Correct. Were you ever on Vine? Vine was the best, dude. Six seconds. That's the OG. I know. I I was so mad when they took it down. I, like, didn't realize it when they took it down. I was like, what is happening? Why is it a camera? (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. I just, like, watch Vine compilations sometimes. Well, and it's so crazy to me to, like, think about. I remember, I actually remember having so many thoughts after they took Vine down and like, RIP Vine. Yeah. I, I remember, like having a couple of thoughts of like, why is it taking so long for uh, an app developer to cre- recreate buying? Dude, you should have
0: hopped on it. I know. And that I, was like a missed business opportunity for everyone. I don't live in the past. Yeah. Can't think, can't <laughs> think about it. Stuart, how are can't you today? Hold me. I'm good, dude. I'm good. It's a, it's a busy week here. Yeah. In the, in the church this week. Crushing it. But you know what? We're getting through. The God is bringing us through. Amen. We're just out here. That's what's happening. All right, guys. So as per usual, we're starting off with an icebreaker. Wouldn't want to start it any other way. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Stuart. <laughs> I have an icebreaker for you today. <laughs> no Oh, way. wow. The tables have turned. <laughs> I have an icebreaker for you today. I can't wait. Wild card. You this ready for exciting. this? This is exciting. Okay. If you were to go to an audition for American Idol, what <laughs> song would be the one that you choose? If you were to go audition for American Idol today, (laughs) on the spot, what song would you choose? I am
0: losing it right now. Frozen?
1: No, it would not be Frozen.
0: You Uh, crushed that, though. That's a really good question. Thank you. Um, I like that. Maybe you should do ice rickets more often. Ooh. Maybe you should. Maybe
1: every 13th episode I will.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, If I were to sing a song today for American Idol, it would most likely be unwritten by natasha beddingfield you know that one stay at the know. blank page before oh you. my
1: gosh yeah laguna beach <laughs> dude you know the show laguna beach on mtv back in no. the day lauren conrad i was i'm too young i think i like my i mean you were like three i, like it ca- I think MTV. it came out yeah i think it came out in like oh four but like they have reruns of it bro you know the hills I don't know the hills. You don't know the show, The Hills. I'm so sorry. Go. You have Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. Go look yeah. it up. Okay. Incredible. Is worth my time? A hundred percent. Like, you're going to watch it in the first couple of episodes. You're like, whoa, this looks terrible. But, dude, you get so engulfed inside of it. I know. Okay. Unwritten. Yeah. What's yours? Dude, I would... I would just throw out like a wild card here and like do like a song, like Thunderstruck by ACDC, where it's just all screaming. <laughs> Thunderstruck! <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> you walk in front of like Katy
0: Perry. Oh. Who, who is it? Is it Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and... I don't know who it is now. I, I would like to do it in front of... a country guy. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. If anyone's um, going to give me flack for saying that country guy. Luke Bryant? No. Maybe it is. It
1: might be him. Keith Urban? Is that even a country singer? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded right. Wait a minute. Where am it I? It sounded right. <laughs> yeah. What's going on right now? <laughs> it sounded right. Keith Urban is a country singer. I, Dude, he had like. He might be on the show. He had like the Farrah Fawcett middle part, dude. Wow.
0: That's iconic.
1: Yeah. Would you ever go for a long hairstyle? Dude, I used to. I, Dude, I had the old school Beebs before no. Beebs. No. 100%. No. Bro, from from the end of fifth grade until ninth grade, I had long, long hair. Like shaggy hair. Not man bun status, but like shaggy, okay. like skater hair. Zach Efron, high school musical. Absolutely. Uh I played basketball in middle school and people used to call me Zach Efron. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh <laughs> that's awesome. I would love to go back to I would love to like I've tried so many times to like grow it out, but I I'm just the moment the hair starts touching my ear. Oh my gosh. Get it away. Dude, can't I'm, like my hair right now. You guys can't see me, but it's it's maybe like a level two on the sides and I'm it's driving me nuts. Yeah. I'm a zero fade guy. If anyone if anyone knows Connor,
0: they would know that he always has a fresh cut. His <sighs> hair is always clean.
1: Hey. You're doing me a lot more justice than I actually I look in the mirror a lot of times and I'm like, whoa, beat up. <laughs> just just beat. Time for a haircut. Yeah. Um That's okay though. Connor, what are we talking about today? Let's get into it. Oh man, Stuart, we, we're just going to talk about our experiences abroad. Like we've traveled, we've been overseas, like we're going to be talking about the kind of the most, uh, standalone stories in our head when we think about being overseas. Yeah. Uh, so first off, like where have you traveled that you're going to be talking about today?
0: Man, I have gotten to travel quite a bit, which I'm really grateful for. um, I have been, so half of my family lives in England. Yeah. So like my whole dad's side lives there. So I've been there a couple no times. No kidding.
1: Yeah. I had no clue. Yes. I. Well, haven't you told me that? I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> Fish and chips, <laughs> matey. <laughs> the London Eye and the Queen. <laughs> Every episode from here on out, I'm going to do an English accent. Thank goodness. That's what we've all been waiting <laughs> for. Liverpool. <laughs> I'm going to lose it
0: if you do that. Oh, man. Um, so they're all in England. Um, yeah, they're like all most of them are in England. I have a huge family over there. Wow. Um, I also have a cousin who moved to Japan 12 years ago or so. So I've been to Japan and most recently my family did like, we like did a whole big trip together and went to Italy. Yeah. which was super fun. Yeah. What was that? Um, that was right the summer before the pandemic.
1: Yeah, yeah, so right. It
0: was like A big graduation year. My sister got her PhD. Yeah. My oldest sister got her PhD, and then my youngest sister and I graduated high school, so that was like a big like graduation trip.
1: Yeah, amazing. I remember what was that? What was that black fish? Cam oh, showed me pictures of it. Oh my gosh, the the, the squid, ink cut cut off, squid ink pasta. Squid ink pasta. Sorry, if anyone listening like. But squid he said, ink said pasta. it tasted amazing. It looked repulsive. Yeah, yeah, that's it what he was saying. Yeah, he used it as a sermon illustration one time. That's iconic. Yeah. Where have you been? Where, what are you gonna be talking about today? I'm gonna be talking a little bit about uh, partially like in Hong Kong, um, sick, and then uh, India, Heck. and it was all part of the same trip. So. Oh, I didn't know that. You've talked about those things separately to me before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was all part of the same trip. So I spent. I flew in. From LA to Hong Kong, spent a little bit of time there. Went to India, and then as I came back, hung out in Hong Kong for a little bit, and then went back home. Dang. Yeah, but I spent most of the time in India. What was the, the point of your India trip? Was it like a mission trip, or was it like a no? I did sports consulting, or? so I, uh, I think, yeah. helped out with organizations. Uh, one of them is Gold Medal Squared, which is pretty much attached to USA Volleyball, and was just in the college coaching scene and. Got a call from a guy, John Hawks, who I actually haven't talked to him in a while, but he at the time was the assistant coach for USA or uh, UCLA and he was head of the youth national team. And so he was going to go work over there and do sports consulting and like coach camps and clinics and all that stuff. Yeah. And train this high level team in this state called Tamil Nadu, which is at the very southern part, like right above the state of Kerala, which is the very bottom of India. And so he gave me a phone call and was like, hey, uh, I can't go and do this, uh, but you're the next guy that I would refer. And I was like, sweet, I would love to do that. And I was like, you know, I just graduated from college. I was coaching in college for volleyball and basketball. I was coaching club. And all of a sudden, he's like, "Yeah, you leave 13 days from now." What? <laughs> Talk
0: about a fast turnaround! Yeah. So. How long did you go to India for?
1: Uh, I was there for three and a half months.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah, yeah. You gotta so. sort out a lot of stuff in that two week period. Yeah, you know it's so funny as I just prayed. I like I I love that kind of stuff though. It excites yeah. me. That's the unknown factor that I'm like, let's let's just do it. Let's go see yeah let's go see uh, so yeah so kind of super fast prayed about it told my family i was actually getting uh i had just accepted a job with the financial firm mass mutual okay and i literally had to drive that day to go meet with the uh branch the or the office manager he was uh-huh. the area manager for mass mutual in irvine california but his uh I had to go meet with him that day and I had accepted the job like two days before that. So yeah. I called him up, I'm like, hey, I gotta come in and, and chat with you. And he played semi pro baseball, so he's like, dude, I get it. Like I get it. Wow. Lucky you. Crazy. That is so nice you Crazy. got that grace. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he couldn't stop me. <laughs> right. Like I'm not I would never would try to burn a bridge, but I'm like, dude, I'm like I'm doing this. Yeah. You know. Unless he was like, Hey, here's hundred K, we'll start you there. I'd be like, okay, like maybe they reconsider. I'll stay. I'll stay. (laughs) But tell me a story, like Japan. Japan has Italy. My
0: my favorite story is from Japan. Oh my goodness! So I was there. I went for two and a half weeks with Mm -hmm. my aunt to go visit my cousin. Yeah. Um, Japan is a wild place. Yeah, it's like I want to s- go there someday. You should. It's like so different culturally than America, mm-hmm. in like a really cool and like refreshing way. Like people just care so much about, like their their businesses or like, even public transportation is like super nice. Like yeah. their trains are all air conditioned and like super clean, mm-hmm. and it's like super sick. Um, but one night, so another fun fact about me is I'm fifty percent Lebanese. No so way. Like from the country of Lebanon. Yeah. So that's like where 50% of my genes come from. So my mom's whole side of the family is like, um, like, not like culturally Lebanese, but like we make a lot of food mm-hmm. um, that's like Mediterranean style. So in Japan, we're going to make uh, grape leaves.
1: Have you ever had those before? I have tried them one time because I coached with a girl who was from Greece. and yeah, I, domas. I hate them. To each, to each his own. Yeah, I am not a fan. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, I love them.
0: Like that was that was like my family's like big like meal thing growing up. Yeah. Um, so we're making them, and I really wanted to help because I'd never made them before, and I really wanted to learn. So I was like, Aunt Joyce, like, what can I do? And she was like, Here you go. Like, just how about you just like, um, squeeze these lemons, like, and put them in this in this pot. I was like, Great, I can do that. Yeah, I'm a Boy Scout. I know how to use a knife. <laughs> So I get my knife out. Uh, the first cut I make in a lemon, I cut my thumb so deep. No. And I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> it's like bleeding yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Like it is a deep cut. And I'm like, oh, gosh, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, it's like nine at night in Japan. Yeah. And I'm like bleeding all over the place. And I was like, you know, it doesn't really matter. I'm just going to just try to make it stop bleeding. I like yeah. put pressure on it. Yeah, and natural tourniquet. Like, natural tourniquet, exactly. Waited like two hours. We ate all the grape leaves we made. Had mm, a good time. Yeah. Didn't stop bleeding. I need to go get stitches. So I'm in Japan. I've never been to the hospital for myself before. Yeah. And I need stitches. <sighs> and it's midnight. No. So we're like calling around,
1: and hospitals closed. Is like, is that allowed? <laughs> I don't. Like, they closed. <laughs> Sorry, open at 8 a.m. No right. ER, like, no, like... Right, hospitals were closing. No so kidding. We called until we found this one
0: hospital. They were like, yeah, we'll take him. Um, wow. Of course, it was in Japanese. So I get in this hospital, and they're like, they um, give me numbing, like a numbing shot in my palm, like, where it's super sensitive. Yep. And they did not wait for it to, to enact. So they started sewing my finger up. Uh-huh. Without numbing in it like without like a numbing agent so i feel everything and this doctor is speaking to me in a language i absolutely do not understand (laughs) he's like he's like hey are
1: you good are you good and you're like huh
0: he's like trying to do a good job and explain like what he's about to do and i'm just like yeah i've literally literally, i've got nothing nothing. yeah (laughs) not from here and then so i got stitches in wow. a foreign country. Hey, praise the Lord that hospital
1: is open. I cannot believe <laughs> I have been that. bleeding all night. Hey, so I had a friend that actually lived with me one summer. I went to Lindenwood University uh, with him. His name is Takahiro Uchida. Called him Takahiro. sick name. Yeah, Takahiro. And uh, anyways, he was from Japan, foreign exchange student. He uh, stayed yeah, yeah. with me. He was doing an internship nice. at one of the universities, athletic trainer. Incredible. He's working for the Atlanta Falcons now. Good for him. Wow. Or the hawks. One of the two. I don't know. Either way, um, But he lived with me, and he we would go to like sushi and whatnot, and he taught me how to say something in Japanese. What is it? Are it's, you going to give it your best shot? I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm so sorry
0: if anyone's listening uh, that hey, actually knows Japanese. Listen.
1: We're about to butcher it. You know what I'm saying, though. So it's Sabadashi ichinichi o sagoshite kadasai. Something... Okay, Ichi Nichi is one, two. Kudasai
0: is please?
1: Uh, Well, all put together, it means you have a very beautiful day. Oh. Or something along <laughs> the lines so funny. of that. Yeah. That's awesome. I always remembered the... Ch- which is so weird. Uh, when he told me that, I always focused so hard on remembering the Japanese that I forgot what it meant. But I know it's something <laughs> along the lines of, like, you are wonderful. Like, have a beautiful day or That's something. That's so there. polite. Yeah. So, like, wow. I, I will, like... Um, and please do not take this as being racist, but like, if I go into it, like a, like a Japanese restaurant or whatever, I'll kindly ask people, I'm like, Hey, like, are you like, if they have an accent, of course I'm like, Hey, like, where are you from? Like, where's your family from? And if they say Japan, I'm like, Hey, can I try something out on you? And I say it and they just light up. It's the coolest thing ever. That's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Dude, what a random fun trick to have in your back Yeah, box.
1: you know, it's just like as you're walking out, here's this white American dude that has no business speaking Japanese. But right, dressed like a surfer, yeah, tattoo. Yeah, but like my friend taught me how to say it, so That's I don't even hype. know what it means. That's hype. Yeah, I okay. super excited. Your turn. So uh, actually on the way, so I flew from L.A. Uh, straight across the Pacific to... Hong Kong. It's yeah. a 16 and a half hour flight straight. No. Um, so I'm flying on this. I take off and uh, when I land in Hong Kong, I, like I said, I hung out for a bit. And uh, when I got back to the airport, I'm like walking through customs. Mm. Yeah. And I show the guy, like I go to hand him my passport. Yeah. And he looks down and sees that it says United States of America. And he just looks at me and gives me the wave. Just keep going. Hello. Like didn't check my passport. And then finally was like, oh, "Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I was like, yeah. And he forgot to stamp it, but like didn't check to see if it was me or anything. Just saw that it said USA. Wow. And was just like, let's go. Um, So then I went back and he opened it up and he stamped it. Yeah. And I was like, this is absolutely crazy. So anyway, customs
0: always take so long, so
1: long, so long. But, you know, like that's the crazy thing about America. We have such a a jaded and tainted view because we live in it every day and we have our political views and we have our ideologies and that kind of stuff. Right. Our opinions and viewpoints. But like most people with maybe the exception of Europe, I feel like Europe's like most people that I know from Europe um, are just kind of like yeah. I'm from Germany. You're from the U S great. Yeah. Uh, but most other countries and places around the world that I've, I've been to or have known people from are like, we love America. That's my dream to go there. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of what this guy was just like, Oh, America. Great. Go. Wow. But I'm walking through, I get my currency exchanged Yeah. and uh, every in there is chinese like all of the print everything like that's chinese right uh except for the boards that tell you the flight but when it changes from chinese to english it's Uh there for like five seconds (laughs) and it only says the flight number oh my gosh doesn't like it it has the symbol for (laughs) the airline that's so true which they're all airlines that i i don't know because i'm like Where's the Southwest? Where's Delta? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's, it's not like, what we're used to, yeah, it's like Cathay Pacific, Malaysia air, like all these things, right? Yeah. Like Chinese on the side of the, of the airplane. So anyways, I, um, I'm sitting at this gate. I finally figure out where my plane is. I'm sitting at this gate and I'm there for three and a half hours. What? Now, mind you, it is an eight and a half hour flight from Hong Kong to Chennai, where I was, okay. where I was going. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm FaceTiming my dad on my brand new MacBook Air yeah. and I'm FaceTiming him and it's like probably nine o'clock at night at, in Hong Kong. yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And talking and all of a sudden I keep hearing like this, like sound, like someone speaking in Chinese over the intercom. And then like this sound, like there's like this sound and I don't know what that meant. But all of a sudden I'm like, dude, there's nobody here. And my flight literally is like supposed to be boarding right now. Yeah. And and the traveler inside of me is like, hey, something's probably up. So I go and I check it and finally it flips. And the the flight had changed gates. Now, mind you, I'm in Hong Kong's airport. I don't know where anything is. It's, oh, it's not no. like I like roll into LAX. I'm like, oh, I know where this is or I know where that sure. is. Uh, So now I'm still FaceTiming my dad on my laptop. So I get up and I start sprinting, (laughs) asking people in English, "Where do you know where this gate is? Do you know where this gate is?" Yeah, they're just looking at me like Like, (laughs) this expressions. Like this guy is up to something. Finally, I figure out where the gate is. It's like a 10 minute trek to the other side of the airport. I'm sprinting. I didn't have time to be like, "Hey, dad, bye." Like, I'm sprinting, holding my laptop with my carry-on, sprinting through the airport. And I, like, literally was the last person to board my flight. Oh, my God. Chaos, dude. Chaos. I was so freaked out. I was like, there's no way I'm getting, like, trapped here.
0: (laughs) That would be, that would, like, almost give me the sensation of claustrophobia. Just because, like, I wouldn't know, like, it's so hard being in a place
1: where you don't understand the language. Yeah, right. But well, and I like, it's wild, I was, I was like, I love going with the flow, new things. It was awesome. Like I ended up doing this job for months on 13 days notice, you know, like so packed cool. up my whole life and moved overseas. But just to have that, ha- like that was probably the most stressed or like anxious I've felt from that type of circumstance. Wow. Crazy. I'm not surprised I would have
0: been in the same boat. You probably had some really good food in India, though.
1: Incredible. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. But it also makes you like, hey, here's the deal. Processed foods are awful for you. I get Uh that. But it also makes you really appreciate, like, the processes of getting rid of bacterias here. Yeah, that's a good point. I I was on an antibiotic for 90 days straight in India. Whoa.
0: Well, the interesting thing is that it's like sometimes like that's our american body like it's like it's not used to any of those things but the people yeah. there sorry well, not our american It's just our body what am I saying <laughs> american our, made we live in america so <laughs> things <laughs> that our saying? bodies have become accustomed to <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah totally there's this there's this thing called delhi belly out in india Oh, my gosh. And in Mexico, there's uh, Moctezuma's Revenge. Yep. Is that what it is? Yep, yep. It's, it's literally it's I didn't get it while I was there, but I had it for two and a half weeks straight when I got back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I went
0: to I got the same thing in like Panama one time mm. and it was just like I we ate something wrong. I was on a trip with a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And it was like <laughs> such a nightmare. We all got like the same like stomach sickness. It uh, felt horrible.
1: Yeah. For like a week straight. Totally. Totally. It was a coli. So that was horrible. Thanks Chipotle. (laughs) I'm just just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, You got, I feel like you got a story from Italy, man. Like there has to be some things there. So Italy
0: is like my like kind of flex story. It was so fun. (laughs) Flex. He literally is flexing right now. (laughs) Yeah. So my dad knows a bunch of people. He's a really social guy. Yeah. Um, John Shepard. Love you. If you're listening Um, he's a really social guy and he just meets lots of like a really cool people. So he met this whistler who is like this professional whistler, which is a really like interesting and unique job.
1: Only found in Italy. uh, I don't know. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) Because if you did that in America, you'd be a street performer on third street promenade.
0: But this woman was
1: incredible.
0: Like I was like, how good can you be at whistling? And then she did it and I was like, jaw drop. Like this is beautiful. Yeah. And she knew um, the Duke of Milan, the Duke and Duchess of Milan. So we went to Italian royalties castle. (laughs) Sheesh. (laughs) Sheesh. It was so crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. It was like the coolest thing too. They like, it's like this super historic castle. They took us around an awesome tour and they have like this little like village that's like kind of centered around it. Yeah. Um, and they like all are super tight it's this really close community it's absolutely stunning incredible and it's like one of the most delicious dinners i've ever had
1: well i bet i'd hope so if you're the duke of milan (laughs) like (laughs) if you're serving mediocre food we're not friends i don't care what royalty you're in yeah if i'm going to your (laughs) palace and it's b plus food we're not friends yeah can, I, can we just reiterate the word palace? I just want to <laughs> throw that out there again. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, that reminds me. So exact opposite of that in India. Oh, please. Um, now, mind you, like when I lived in India, I lived. So we lived in like a 10,000 square foot villa that Whoa. was like, but it was like comprised section we stayed in was like comprised of our own like suites. So I would walk in. It was almost kind of like think about like uh certain style of dorm room, but like really like inside of a villa. So there's sick. these different sections of the house and everything like that. But like where I lived, there were four rooms to Man. myself and Man. like kitchen and that kind of stuff. Dang. We had a, a chef for us. We had an event planner and chauffeur every day. That's like so sick. we had security guarding us, uh, which my first night there, the one of the security guards had a heart attack and died.
0: Oh yeah. Oops. Literally. Met I, I met don't. him
1: met him that night, I got in, got in like super early, like middle of the night, like four in the morning. Uh met him and super nice guy, and the next day they're like, he died, had a heart attack.
0: I don't know what to say to that.
1: You just yeah, I'll keep going on. Leave <laughs> I'm it there. So sorry. Uh but so anyways, we had we had the chef, right? And uh he would make us amazing, amazing food. And so we're eating breakfast one morning and it's probably like day three, four. And so India is not like the U S where like you have this subdivision neighborhood in the suburb and like across the street, you've got like this strip mall that you can go and shop at. It's like 10,000 square foot Villa grass hut village waste area, like high rise. There's no like planning or structure there. That's really interesting. Yeah. So anyway, I, uh, right across from where we lived, there was this dirt lot, and this local farmer would bring his cows down there, his dairy farmer. He'd bring his cows down there and lock yeah. them in that area. And it was, a, it was a big area, but it was surrounded on every side except for the, the roadside by apartment buildings that were probably eight, nine stories high. And uh, one morning we're eating this dish. And then they're like, oh, you like hot cereal? And I'm like, oatmeal. Yeah, like it's great. Mm-hmm. So they do, the, they do the milk, right? And I walked outside to like wait for our guy and I walked across to go look at the cows and I saw this cow like literally this lady was like six stories up was dumping out like just hot steamy trash and this cow was like feasting off of the stuff that she was putting out and so I asked the our liaison Santosh uh, Kumar who's amazing guy and he goes I go, hey Santosh, I uh, where do we get our our food products? Mm. Where does chef get his food products? He's and they call everybody sir or ma'am. Yeah. there and they're like, oh sir, and I'm like, like which sir? And they're like sir, and I was like, sir down the street, the one who has the cows across the street. Like, are we getting oh. it from those cows? And he goes, oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm good on dairy products, <laughs> like no thanks oh, no. yeah i was like i literally was watching that cow just eat just rancid steamy trash wow that's a nice mental image yeah it was wonderful thank you so much for that <laughs> yeah well we have so many more stories and i'm sure we could probably do another episode like this sometime yeah. in the near future but Uh, Man, I loved hearing about all of your experiences. Japan, what a wild culture. Super fun. Fun fact about that, actually. So I was a communication major and there are so many studies that are coupled between the U.S. and Japan. Uh, The U.S. is very individualistic and uh, very much about like, how can I make my future? How can I have the American dream? How can I, you know, grow my business where in Japan it's it's country first it's oh very opposite of here it's like collectivistic there's this uh you yeah. guys can look it up i won't explain it but there's this theory called face negotiation theory where it's it looks at individualistic and collectivistic nations and u.s and japan are very much analyzed wow. inside of that so look
0: at you talking about studies and stuff hey, what an intellectual
1: you know I'm kind of a bro sometimes but uh, sometimes I can pull some things out of the woodworks that I learned
0: back in college that's awesome (laughs) Yeah, I would love to hear more about your India travels too I'm sure you have a million more wild stories Um, listeners thank you so much for sticking with us Um, you guys are the best I hope you're having a wonderful day a blessed day Um, we're
1: so happy to share this half hour with you guys Um, we hope you go and be blessed go and be blessed and if you want to be more blessed Follow us on Instagram, bless.u.podcast. It's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Well, hey, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next episode. Peace. Peace.